You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 445 of Podcateers. This week, we talk about some of our favorite announcements and stories from 2022, including park news and changes, content, and more. We'd love to hear some of your favorite moments from 2022, and you can connect with us on our social networks, including Instagram and Facebook, but we invite you to join us on Discord. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com links and click on the Discord button to join the community. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers after show, and access to our happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP squad for their continued support. So that's it. This is the last episode of the year. From all of us, we just want to say thank you for being a part of the Podcateers community. We know that this time of year can be difficult for many on top of the fact that it's still kind of been this weird year, but our hope is that at some point we were able to bring a smile to your face or maybe help you learn something that you didn't know before, but more importantly, that you had fun. So as I like to say, if this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoy the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for a while now, welcome back, friends. Here's looking forward to a brighter 2023. And here is episode 445 of Podcateers. That's right. It's the Topo time of year. Ra- wrapping it up with the ending of last episode. Boom. <laughs> Continuity. You just listen to that one and then this one just fades right in. You know, if you're, you're it not. It just fades right in. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> Except that now <laughs> we have a continuity skip because Larry's here today. Yay. Yay. So now we've cut to the, to the next scene in the show with more people. And then when we cut to the next scene, there's going to be uh, a robot. Whoa. What else would be cool to have that would just be, like, shocking for people to see or hear? Uh, uh, shocking to hear, uh, Elmo. Yelling <gasps> Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> That's better than what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably the moment where I would try to do Elmo's voice, but given the fact that my throat is feeling the way that it's feeling. I don't want to go into a 15-minute coughing fit. So <laughs> uh, let's Dobby. pretend. Dobby's there. Let's pretend Dobby. I did Elmo's voice, and we'll move on from that one. This Deal. is Elmo's voice. La 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 la. Elmo song. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now Cartman. <laughs> I could probably pull that one off, but still, it's probably gonna hurt. So. Mm. I think impression-wise, I'm going to call it a day. <laughs> you know, all right. Been there. <laughs> we'll see how I'm feeling after more water and warm drinks. 
Hot toddy. We'll go from there. Ooh, mm. hot toddies. Delicious. Does, has anybody ever had a hot toddy before? No, yes. it's just fun to say. No. <laughs> <laughs> How, what did you think, Larry, when you had it? Uh, it burned the back of my throat a little bit, like, because yeah. you're getting the alcohol, and then you're also yeah. getting the warmth of the drink. But uh, it was good because we were in the snow when I tried it. So I was going to say, it, if you want something that's going to warm you up more than just a tea or a coffee, you have yourself a little hot toddy there, and boom, you feel like a firecracker. There's the flavor. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> Cream of the crop rising. Oh. Maybe well, that's the only one I can pull off right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one I can pull off. <clears throat> yeah, I had it long ago. I want to say it's probably over 10 years at this point. But, I mean, I still remember it. It's one of those moments where you have your first hot toddy. You 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 feel super hotty. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Maybe we should move on. <laughs> That's fine. You know what? It's good with me. All right. Well, like this is a... Uh, move on. <laughs> yeah. How was everybody's Christmas? Chill. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, really chill. No drama. It's been awesome. <laughs> Busy. We were driving all over the place. I've got a big family, so uh, we were driving, you know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, but can't complain. Got to see a bunch of people. Got, you know... Got to give a bunch of fun presents. Ended up getting a few good fun presents. Uh, so uh, it was all in all a good Christmas. Right on. Same here. We drove back to the San Joaquin Valley, so that's a little bit under Andrew, Sacramento area. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of driving. A lot of driving that's a family. a bit of a drive, yeah. Yeah, about five hours from where we're at. Um, but it was it was good. Good times. Thankfully, the weather pro- cooperated, too. We didn't get any of that bad weather. Oh, a little yeah. bit of fog, which is weird. That's one of oh, those that's weird. good middle california things but other than that it was fun good time seeing everybody get grow kids are growing that's crazy (laughs) yeah 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 i didn't have a as much driving as as either of you did i think like mel's it was pretty chill but uh yeah overall we did get a chance to see some family and you know now i just want to be snuggled up in blankets trying to nurse whatever i have and uh uh, ho- I'm hoping that I'm okay for New Year's. I don't plan on going anywhere New Year's. I think I'm just gonna hang out and watch that New Year's Dicky Eve thing. What is it? <laughs> Dick what, Clark's rocking New Year's Eve That's parties what I said. presented by Honda. That's what I said. Oh, yeah, Honda and Osimo <laughs> and Interventions. <laughs> I was just do presented by Honda. I don't you're know. so <laughs> bird. That's right. Yeah, you're <laughs> so bird. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, for today's episode, we thought it would be a fun idea to just kind of think back on all of the announcements, the new stuff that we saw in the parks, on Disney+, Plus, the content, all that stuff. Figure we could do a few each and uh, just reminisce, think back on, on the, the things we liked, things maybe we didn't like. I, I guess we can always talk about the things that we didn't like as well. But uh Yeah. Who who's gonna be the brave soul that's gonna start us off on this one? I can go. That's all you right. Go. I, made, I I wrote a list down. I've got like I got like a bunch, so we can we can pick through. Uh, let's start with a uh, uh, one that was fun for me. Uh, the Muppets Lego minifigure release. Um, that was cool. I I mm. had a, a good fun time collecting those. Yeah. Um, very excited to to have them on my shelf. Um, yeah, it was, you know, little blind bags with the Muppets and I ended up not having any extras, uh, 
Uh, I was very fortunate in that uh, regard, but I, I think that was a good uh, Lego set that came out, you know, the, the minifigure set. And I'm, I'm just kind of starting to get into Lego a little bit. I have those and I have the, the Haunted Mansion Lego set, um, but I don't have much else when it, uh, when it comes to Lego. But uh, I, I was very happy to have those Muppets and have any Muppet merchandise in general uh, come out. Remind me again what you ended up with. Did you end up with the complete set, or were the, you still missing any? Nope, I have the complete set. I I uh, had a box from Amazon where I every one was different, and then I needed four more or something like that. And we went to Joanne Fabrics, and they yeah, had like a random. display sitting there, and they were the bags. You know, it was still Lego has changed over from the. Um, like mylar bags Mild to bot, cardboard boxes so you can't mm-hmm. feel and the feel. newer ones you can't feel what's in there but in these Ooh. ones you can feel the, <laughs> the bags you can feel which ones you're getting so as long as you kind of know what you're looking for you can be like oh there's uh you know the banana that comes with Fozzie or whatever um so i ended up with the complete set without any spares which was nice yeah that's Very a- cool Usually that usually doesn't happen, so you really scored that time. <laughs> yeah. I recently got something blind as well, uh, and I went through the process of opening them, and I was pretty content as well because, uh, like, I got one duplicate, uh, and that usually doesn't happen for me. Like, I usually buy, like, ten of something, mm-hmm. thinking, like, yeah, I have like perfect odds odds. to get all three of the ones that I want, (laughs) maybe a couple of sets. And I end up with like nine of the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) That's where the eBay sales come in handy. There you go. So there's a new one. That's a developing because I use this information, which I always think of Andrew because recently I started picking up pins. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I was trying to avoid it, (laughs) but now I've seen these blind boxes that they had on the Disney store, the shop Disney store. They, they sometimes go on sale and it's a two set pins right so it's like yeah. i'm like i'm gonna start collecting these but every time i see them in a box i think of you andrew and this collection you're talking about in 2022 <laughs> i'm like there's no way i can know exactly <laughs> yeah it's sometimes there'll be some of those pins that are in a bag but right. it's uh like uh we just recently got they had the um the march may madness uh, was it March Mayhem? The uh, March Madness. Uh, That's uh, right. It's coming up. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but the right the, the attraction logos that they had made the team. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, they had that was cool. those in a bag, and it was like a set of five, <laughs> and they were in a bag, and you could feel that. Um, okay. So uh, we ended up with I and we at least ended up with the temples one. So I was happy with t- uh, that was the my one wife was uh, uh, <laughs> kind enough to give that one to me. And she kept the rest of them since she was the one who bought the package. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. You know, with other blind packs, I think sometimes it's easier to determine what you're going to end up with. Uh, when my kids uh, were trying to collect as many of the wishables when those were available in the parks, they would go around feeling the bags to try to figure out like what characters they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when when we would buy them, they would feel it and then they would open it and then they'd like put it back and try to remember what it felt like so that the next time they would like kind of remember. Smart. Uh, <laughs> but then uh, I remember seeing uh, like on social media that people were trying to collect. Uh, they were like the Super Mario characters like Lego and stuff. 
But the difference between those was that I don't know who it was that messed up on the packaging or whether it was done on purpose, but the codes on the back were actually the character that you were getting inside of the bag. Mm -hmm. So you didn't even have to guess. Like people would just post like F9, F2 is Princess Peach, G9, eight five is Mario, you know? So you would just look for that square in the code and you knew what you were getting. So I wish there was somebody kind enough at Disney (laughs) marketing to put like a nice little code on the back of these blind packages so that collectors can... Yeah, like just super <laughs> easily just be like, nope, got that one. Nope, got that one. Nope, got, ooh, this one I don't have. All right. And then just happily go buy it, right? It would make our life a lot easier. And I think what it would also do is limit the amount of stuff that ends up on eBay, you know, because mm. the the people that tend to sell that stuff on eBay aren't going to buy 800 of them mm-hmm. to get a set and then sell the rest of them for a crazy amount on eBay. So, yeah, right on, man. It's a, it's a good one. All right, who wants to continue? I'll go next. Now that Andrew's gone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So for my third spot, I decided when Disneyland fireworks came back. And Uh, speaking as a local, like, it's been so weird without them because every day, 930, you hear boom. And you're like, all right, cool. I don't need a, a watch. I don't need nothing. It's 9.30. I got it. So I have like another two hours to, you know, go to sleep or whatever. (laughs) But it's actually exciting because they haven't had New Year's Eve fireworks. And I mean, I've said it multiple times. I used to spend my New Year's Eve there. So to hear them again is like warm fuzzies, even though I can't be there. But it's like, yay, some normalcy is back in a way. So it feels nice to hear the booms and whatnot. So, yeah. And then that happened during my birthday month. So I was like, yay, I'll take that as a personal greeting. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, that was yeah. back in, when they brought it back originally, was back in July, right? Like 4th of July April. weekend? No. Or in April? Mm-hmm. Well, you just said for your birthday. That's right. It's Come okay. On, it is late. I Come forget. On, get in the game. <laughs> Come on. Get your, get, your, get your head in the game. Come on. Wild cat. Right. Yeah. Oh, sorry. that's a good one i can imagine not hearing that stuff the the matterhorn hojo cam was super lonely for a long time yeah (laughs) i would occasionally connect to it knowing there was going to be no fireworks and i would just sit there and imagine watching them but you know now it's different it's back so it's all good right (laughs) mine kind of ties into the park too for this one uh so in february 20 22 february 23rd um i'm gonna rejoice with all disney goers and disney park goers because the trams returned back to mickey and friends and that was like a big deal because we had talked about on here like oh god i hope they don't roll this like into genie plus i hope they don't make this like, an extra <laughs> charge to ride yep. the trams <laughs> so like it was a big deal and like it, it, this whole year when i've been going it still gives me i park in mickey and friends pretty much 90 percent of the time so it still gives me those vibes every time I get on the tram where it's just like, you know how Melissa, it's funny, it's ties together. You talk about the nostalgia and this kind of reassuring feeling of hearing the booms and hearing whatever going off for the fireworks. There's this like reassuring feeling hearing the trams go off, watching the same kind of path it takes out of the 
parking structure and into downtown Disney and hearing the spiel that you hear, um, that kind of brings us like, I don't know, this, this park, you're preparing yourself to go back to the park. Like it's the first step or the first step out where you kind of like unwind and you know, you're kind of going back to what you do in your life. So that was a big one for me. I liked it coming back and yeah, nobody liked that walk. So no, <laughs> I can that speak on that pretty confidently. <laughs> Welcome Many to the Mickey people's knees. <laughs> yeah, many people's knees were happy that day. Yeah. Listen, from afar, my knees were happy. <laughs> that walk was uh, no joke, but I haven't ridden the tram in such a long time because I always park at Toy Story. Um, but also, I have I've been flying down recently, so <laughs> I uh, um, I I haven't even had the chance to be at Mickey and Friends. So I always miss the the spiel of you know the guy going like uh, the grand californian hotel and spa with the arts and crafts <laughs> movement in california and do, do, do whatever he says but <laughs> I, I think I, the funny addition now is I, I don't know if it's new but maybe he says there's park there's no smoking in the park or vaping oh, which, <laughs> oh. <laughs> i think that's an interesting every time i hear it i'm always like oh that's different that's differently a 2022 thing of vaping. i might just yeah. need to next time just ride the tram to the parking structure and then ride <laughs> it back so i can thing. hear the spiel and see what's changed since uh i've ridden it last because it's been been probably like four or five years since i've been on wow. mickey and friends tram yeah i i mean it was i think the last time was like right after the pixar uh parking garage opened up was the last time i was there oh wow so yeah it's yeah, toy story when, when they put that that security over at toy story changed the game it did yeah it really did yeah it's a good choice good choice uh let's see um I mean, like Andrew, I have just like this laundry list of things that I think I wanted to talk about. But uh, I think I'm going to go with something that we've been kind of obsessing with a lot recently. And that's the announcement and release or early release of Disney Dreamlight Valley. I think uh, when you talk about uh, connecting to the park, you know, I haven't had an opportunity to go to the park as much as I would want to have gone this year. And so... You know, trying to keep a connection to Disney like that. The podcast has been a huge part of that for me, right? Because I get to talk to you guys. You guys get to talk to to me about your experiences. Uh, you know, Larry with your live streams, which, dude, congratulations on hitting 2,000. Yeah. On your, on your channel. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Thanks you know, stuff like that is, is what keeps me connected to the parks right now, especially, you know, uh, at least until I can go and feel more comfortable about being there you know, more often, which I'm hoping this coming year is finally when I can do that. But in the meantime, you know, things like Disney Dreamlight Valley, you know, you talk about cozy games that, you know, you just can enjoy and not really think about too much. It's not overexerting. Like, I love playing all sorts of other games, but the excitement and the tension and everything that comes with playing other games, you know, like Disney Dreamlight Valley is just chill game you can just kind yeah. of veg out you could just not think too much about it you get to see disney characters you get to keep connected to the magic that way and i like every time i play i just keep thinking like man they got to bring some disneyland attractions into this they got to bring mm -hmm. like more park features into it they got to bring like park experiences and i know that there was a uh, a point where 
you know, Bob Chapek had been talking about connecting the parks with outer experiences and creating that synergy with all of their products. And it really got my gears turning when I saw that uh, Dreamlight Valley was releasing the Disneyland Spirit jersey. I'm sorry, the Dreamlight Valley Spirit jersey in-game, the one that matches the Disneyland one. Mm. And then on top of that, they did the Mickey Gingerbread cookies. And then it it's almost like they're incorporating more things from the parks little by little, right? So if they continue to do that, they bring in some attractions, uh, not just obviously for me, but I think for a lot of Disney fans that just live too far away to visit the parks as often as they would want to uh, or don't have the means of doing it, you know, like they save up for an entire year to go once a year, family vacation style uh, type thing. Uh, I think it would be a great opportunity for Disney to incorporate the magic into that game. Like it's, they could add whatever they want, right? So for me, it was a big deal that that game got released. So my first pick is going to be Disney Dreamlight Valley. Crossing that off my long list, which is just fine. I have plenty of others, but that was also <laughs> on my list. So, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, definitely, I think, been the a grand majority of the episodes after that was uh, announced and then released mention at least once Dreamlight Valley in some some way or another. We, we uh, all seem to be uh, somewhat... Uh, interested and obsessed with the with the game uh so that's uh i think a, a good one uh for sure i've I, I know i definitely uh <laughs> am a little addicted i i finally was able to welcome stitch uh yesterday oh, me too. so um after not paying attention to how many days it was uh between socks trying to figure out it i got the first sock on the first day and then i could not find the second sock to save my life (laughs) and i that i i don't know what happened but hey i got them now i it's fine it gives me stuff to do because after stitch it's uh you know what there's going to be a a, a dearth of things for me to do it's just pumpkins and fishing and stuff until yeah until another update have you finished buzzing woody yet oh yeah Okay. I like I'm two weeks ago. Point... <laughs> okay. Oh wow. <laughs> so I hadn't been playing as much, at least for those characters, uh, because you guys know that when I play or I try to advance in the game, I wanna be recording it so that I can at least archive it for whenever I have a chance to post them on the YouTube channel. But because I don't do any major milestones unless I'm recording, it took me forever to finally get started. And it was great because a lot of the things that I needed to complete minis like friendship quest uh, with the banner, the telescope for Wally, like Buzz and Woody. Uh, I think right now I'm in the process of leveling them up because you can't advance unless they're at least level seven or something like that. So mm-hmm. anyway, we'll keep going. Otherwise, I'm going to get into like 30 minutes of more Dreamlight Valley stuff. But <laughs> yeah, just Dreamlight Valley. I just want to say one thing, yeah. and what it's kind of like real quick. What you guys talk about and share on the podcast, I think, is definitely it with what it has here and the FGP squad. Anybody that joins the Discord, shout out to the Podcateers Discord. Jump on if you haven't. It's an amazing level now to see that gamer chat thread in our Discord because it's creating a community outside of 
the community of Disney, but it's still related to Disney. It's all Disney. And the game hasn't officially launched yet to anybody like as a like a mass consumer. And I could just see how that's going to – you were talking about Hazen. So many people I interact with don't have the means or don't have the opportunity to come to the park as much as they would like, right? And once that becomes more of a global availability – there's a lot of gamers online, and I can't wait till it just becomes mad. like you guys are caving through this thing, and it's gonna be so much more fun and interactive to see more people get added in like 2023 when it officially does become like the global launch or whatnot. It's it's available, but it's not available, I guess you could say, right yeah. to everybody. So no, you're that's, right. That's 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 just gonna be amazing, I think, and it's cr- cool to see the gamer community combining with Disney on a mass level that they're doing a well for you guys to be entertained for all these hours. That's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, especially once it's free, you know, right. You, like you said, once it's mass release, it is going to be free. So it is going to open that opportunity for a lot of people. Plus I think the, the ga- game loft, the, the people that make the game have been so open to changing things in the game when the community, you know, says, Hey, let's add this, or they have polls about what they want, like what the community wants to see next the community will drive this game and we'll just continue to make it fun so i agree with you i think you know it the possibilities are just endless with this game i'm, I'm so excited to see where we are a year from now with this game that's uh, back to me Let's i guess around. right back to andrew back yeah. to me okay um hazen stole mine i think i'll steal one that i think is on hazen's list <laughs> we'll, we'll see if this is on hazen's list uh, Dave Smith's window on Main Street. Um, and strike through <laughs> on this one. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah and I had a it feeling was on my list. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's uh, I'd say long overdue. Dave Smith, the driving force behind the Walt Disney Archives, the you know master archivist, whatever you want to call him. Uh, just don't call him not a Disney legend, I guess. Um, but that's what he is. Disney legend, uh, window on main street at Disneyland, um, much deserved and yeah, definitely past due, but, uh, better late than never. I say that that's a fantastic one. Yeah. I agree with everything that you said. I mean, you know, the Disney archives wouldn't be what they are today if it wasn't for Dave, you know, as a matter of fact, Ask Dave all of the letters and the columns that he had in the the magazines and the books that have been written, you know, with uh, with all the fun facts and stuff that have basically uh, are compiled, you know, just have compiled all of the questions that Dave has answered throughout the years. You know, it spawned an entirely different type of Disney fan. You know, there's there's park fans, there's Disney cartoon fans, there's there, there's Disney animated film fans. Uh, yeah, exactly. That book that you're holding up right there, Andrew, is definitely one of them. One. The facts revealed. Nicely modeled. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Everyone's bringing out their books. It looks great. Love it. I'm like, yeah. just because we need visuals. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So we are we are pulling books <laughs> off of the shelf here. but Disney facts you know, revealed by Dave Smith is what I'm holding. Yeah. I'm looking There's for three my... books here called the Ultimate Disney Trivia Book that uh, Kevin Neary and Dave Smith wrote. Uh, there's so many books that you can find with all of these fun facts. And I think these books and Dave sharing his knowledge and archiving these things 
spawned a totally different type of Disney fan. You know, it spawned fans like us that, you know, do these podcasts now. They have blogs. They do vlogging on YouTube. You know, they share these facts that they learned. And it just makes it fun. You know, you dive into the Disney company in a whole other way. And it, it's kind of the gateway to things like Imagineering. And, you know, if you learn about these things and they spark your interest and your creativity... You know, who knows? Like, that could be another generation of Imagineers that we have later on simply from a trivia book. You know, so, yeah, you're right, Andrew. Like, long overdue. I'm glad that he finally got his window on Main Street. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, it was supposed to happen a couple years ago. But, you know, with the closures from early on in the pandemic, uh, they they weren't able to do it. But, yeah, Dave Smith's window, man. It's It's a wonderful addition to Main Street. Agreed. I'm mad. I can't find my freaking book. I mean, I have another Dave Smith book, but I can't find it. Anyway, his window says it's a New Century Historical Society. Dave Smith, town archivist, is what his window says. If anybody's curious, I believe it's on. Uh, does anybody know? It's above the it's right in front of Carnation Cafe. Yeah, it's right above the clock, the watch yes. shop. That's anyway, it. that's where it is. Uh, so uh, <laughs> Melissa's turn, I guess. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I know we've been talking about this lately, but it it holds a high place in my heart. And it's finally hearing Raiders March and getting the trailers, getting indie information, just so pictures, footage, seeing Oscar. Harrison Ford is <laughs> that's my number two spot is seeing that and just it's not just seeing that um it's the fact that we've been waiting 14 years that we didn't even know if we were going to get that or get anything so the fact that we're hearing all of this hype the excitement like talking about a community there's a lot of a lot of accounts a lot of different people on social media that follow each other so we're slowly feeling this hype build up and it's so much fun so much fun And we still have six months as of this recording. Six months, three days. Who's counting? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's a timer on Um, Melissa's phone that's counting down to that moment. (laughs) Pretty much. It's the lock lock screen on her phone is just uh, a countdown timer. Pretty much. Ask me and, you know, I'll let you know. (laughs) But it's it's, it's just an exciting time for us. And, you know, seeing how... Indy is getting refurbed and we're seeing little inklings of stuff. It's like, this feels good. We're going to cry some happy tears. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So that is my second spot. Is that all the indie stuff? My favorite part was when you sent us that screenshot that you found on Reddit of Steelix. Yeah. uh, During the (laughs) indie refurbishment. So there's Melissa sent us up. We'll post this on discord, but Melissa sent us a picture she found on discord of the snake the animatronic snake that's supposed to come down at you uh they took it out of the attraction because you know they're doing whatever they got to do to it but if you play pokemon go you'll know what a steelix is and the snake just has this huge rock looking head and then it has this like steel looking spine behind it that controls it so it looks like you just need to grab a Pokeball and just toss it at it to try to catch right? it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indie trailer was definitely talk of the town. 
at least the talk of the town between the few of us. Uh, but uh, it was also exciting to see Sala make his uh, reappearance in the trailer. Um, hopefully, it is a uh, a large role. I have a feeling it will be if if he's pretty prominent in the trailer. Or that'll be the lines he say, say or the lines he says in the trailer will be his only lines. That's the kind no. of the two options <laughs> I, I think. I'm I'm hoping for a, a a good chunk of Sala, and hopefully you know this. I think this uh, the attraction going down is spurred by the film coming out, and that you know I don't think they're going to be adding stuff from the new film, but at least they want to have the attraction looking somewhat operational with you know when the film comes out to you know those people that want to see a little bit of indie after you know have indie hype and uh so yeah it's at least bringing some something good coming to the parks too hopefully i'm hope i'm so ready to be a hundred percent on board with this movie i hope it's great and i want to buy hopefully I keep saying hopefully, but <laughs> I want to buy a lot of Indiana Jones stuff. So I Same. would like this movie to <laughs> to do well, be good, and then also produce lots of things for me to buy. Because I, I <laughs> oh, think I'm I need, sure it will. You know, behind me, the audience cannot see, but there is a full shelf of things, and I will make room. I will. I'll buy another shelf if I have to to uh, put some more indie stuff on if this movie uh, stands the test. Uh, but yeah, I'm uh, ready for indie. Hey, listen, they had a really cool leather jacket on ShopDisney.com. They, they had a really ago, cool so. white button-up <laughs> shirt. shirt. That's still available. <laughs> oh, yeah, That's you totally can still <laughs> buy the white shirt. <laughs> That's totally in my... <laughs> Watch. List. It's in everybody's shopping cart, right? It's on the yeah, right? list and everything, right? <laughs> White. Shirt. The leather jacket bummed me out, dude. That jacket was cool. I was so bummed. It's not the exact replica of Indies, but just even the um, actor they use. Check it out, guys. If you haven't, just look up. It's still available, like the small sizes, so you can see the image they were using for the Indiana Jones leather jacket. It's not the exact replica, but it was cool. It just looks cool, and it does give the vibes yeah. of Indiana Jones. We can get we can get uh, some some stones. I think you can get the. I think the uh, what is it? The voodoo doll is still available too. Yeah, that's they had all kinds of fun stuff on there. But I, I'm excited for some new stuff because I don't know. I have a weird opinion where there's only so much stuff from the films we currently have that you can sell stuff of. Um, and they are currently. You mean they don't want kids running around with whips in the park? Yeah, I mean, but they sell them. You can buy <laughs> a whip. Whips. It's yeah. big and chunky, yeah. and it makes sounds and stuff. But I guess they have the small one too. But, but this is getting way off topic. But <laughs> I want there the are so I want satchels. Just bring a no, line of satchels. There are so yeah. many, <laughs> many things from the attraction that. They don't make any merchandise from the attraction. Currently, there's the fanny pack that and, and right. like two pins. That is what we have for Indiana Jones. An e-ticket attraction that yeah, has, never goes under 50. Yeah. Has, has uh, well, a fanny pack 
and two pins out right now. Haunted Mansion, they have like a store and a half full of whoa, uh, hey, hey, Haunted whoa, Mansion hey, stuff. Hey, hey, I'm not saying whoa. I'm not saying takeaway. I'm just trying to fired here. I'm trying to to show compare the 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 giant. Leave my child you know, alone. <laughs> the gap of. We have two stores full of Haunted Mansion stuff. Pirates has its own store. Indy used to have its own store. And they, did. The, yeah. Yeah. they didn't have Indy stuff in the, the other than the hats. They didn't really have anything in the store. They had the maps, but the maps were, you know, not the attraction maps. They were like this weird no. Adventureland map or whatever it was. I don't even remember. But there is such a, 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 a big gap between the other e-ticket attractions, even Matterhorn and Space Mountain, who and Big Thunder, who don't have a ton of merch, still at least have a T-shirt that is the attraction T-shirt instead of a, like, you know, Raiders T-shirt, which is all that all the shirts are just, you know, Fortune and Glory Kid and and Raiders. So I'm getting off my my uh, soapbox (laughs) here and begging for more attraction merch. Uh, But that's 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 my thing. I'm stopped talking right now. (laughs) I, I know what you're saying, though. I agree with you. Uh, I mean, even historically speaking, when you think back on a lot of the indie merch, it's never been like true indie merch. It's always been like Mickey dressed as indie and they've put it on pins, on shirts, on all sorts of different things. But it's never been like true Indiana Jones merch that you can purchase. The few things that they have made other than like the specific anniversary stuff, that's usually when you get something as an anniversary. But I have a good chunk of what exists as indie merch and it's a puzzle and that's basically it i think <laughs> uh but yeah so that i'm gonna stop talking there i think i've talked about enough merchandise oh yeah i felt the Mar- mara vinylmation too i have that so i have the two th- the two things that was released oh and the funko indian the jeep i have that too Oh, there we right. go. Those I will are the say th- that's pretty good. They, it, the the Funko and the Jeep that. is pretty <laughs> awesome. And I had to get that. That was a Christmas present uh, from eBay because that was <laughs> that was like a Comic Con exclusive, and then it was at Disneyland for and everybody bought it. So um, that one was hard to get, but like just make some stuff. But anyway, I'm done. We're done talking about it. Does anybody else have anything to say about the Indiana Jones trailer? Is <laughs> where this started. <laughs> I We're guess good. Not. <laughs> we are good. <laughs> so it's Larry's turn. Yeah, uh, I'll since Andrew's uh, stepped off his artifacts box at this point for Indiana Jones. Great, <laughs> it was artifacts. Great, yeah. Uh, I will say um, I'm gonna whip that one off my list because I didn't nice. have that, Melissa. So there you go. Nicely done. Um, I'll keep <laughs> I'll keep with the theme though. Um, in 2023, I'll kind of just maybe this will get too convoluted, but I'll talk about my you know two favorite franchises that technically got bought by disney marvel's moon knight was all that was sold because you know how melissa's talking about a movie that's like six months away but moon knight had this you know thing about it we were like what is this really going to be about the trailer dropped we talked about it we broke it down and we were just like it did not cease to amaze us and it definitely offered on every level of being a double um, message type of Marvel sh- show that also followed guidelines that were built in the comic books, but embellished that and took it to its own storyline that we're all excited is going to continue, I think. And then seeing his character at California Adventures, Avengers Campus, was like, 
I was so bummed I didn't catch him recently. I guess he popped up during the holidays. He was like out oh, nice. randomly. Yeah, I missed that one, but I got to see him uh, a little bit during his first role out there. So that was cool. And then obviously the one that speaks to my Star Wars soul was Obi-Wan Kenobi series was just great. I mean, there was something they delivered on. It was it took many years to get to that point and the trailer that released at the beginning of the year was like I don't know, it was like two ten seconds basically of just you and McGregor talking about it. It didn't really even have anything till later in the middle of the year. And I just feel like it hit on every note for me. Uh, and so I was super excited about those two things in 2022. Both of those on Disney Plus. They were Disney Plus releases. They're not like movies you had to go out and watch. So uh, money to them. And I guess uh, to Hazen, just to add it in there, things we weren't so, I hate to say it, but things we weren't so uh, happy with. And that would probably be Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. I'll say it. It was good. It, it was good, and I love Boba Fett. That is like a Star Wars character I've always connected with too, in regards to like being on the dark side of things, right? Um, but it didn't sell the way it was supposed to. I feel like, but it did get held on, yeah. thankfully, because of the Mandalorian and Grogu really saved that show. If you ask me, Mandalorian um, season yeah. two point five. <laughs> Agree. Yeah, <laughs> it it did it did save that show. So if I had say disappointment in twenty twenty two, that would be it. So there, there's there's such a gamut to run with stuff like that, right? With especially with Star Wars and Marvel, because there's fans that read all of the comics, all of the graphic novels, and know the lore of everything so well that they can find inconsistencies in the TV shows, the movies, and it's that type of fan that I feel gets really upset when Disney changes anything in those properties, right? Because they're not staying true to what's written or whatever the case is. But, you know, there's a lot of things that just can't be adapted. I think the way that they were written, especially when they want to keep it family friendly or they want to bring it to the parks in one way or another, you know, Disney's always trying to, they're, they're trying to cast a net that's wide enough for, you know, the youngest fans to the oldest fans. And that's really hard to do with any of these properties. And you're going to, I think they're always going to be able to keep a large segment of the crowd happy, but there's always going to be people that complain about that stuff. Right. And the book of Boba Fett, I think as, you know, as somebody that didn't necessarily grow up with star Wars, I will say that of all the characters, Boba Fett was always kind of my favorite because, or one of my favorites, because there's always so much mystery around him. And, you know, he was a bounty hunter, you know, he's kind of a rebel and just like, like he fit into the story, but he was just like his own like person. Right. And it was just a really cool character to have. So for them to expand on that story was fun to see to get some answers I think was fun to see but I think if we had seen that show prior to the Mandalorian people would have complained less because they would have just gotten the continuation of Boba Fett's story and it would have led into the Mandalorian and then people would have just been like all right well this is just getting better and better but because the Mandalorian was so well written and so well executed that's why I think so many people had such a huge problem with it. I really do think that if it was switched in release times and it was 
out before the Mandalorian, people wouldn't have been so upset with it from the beginning. But I mean, that's just what I think. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but that's how I feel about it. Because no, it wasn't right uh, when you compare the two. Yes, it was. It wasn't as great as the Mandalorian, but it was overall. It was still a fun show. And then, you know, towards the end, you know, they call in the the pinch hitter, and you know, you get the <laughs> the additional <laughs> you get the additional action, you know, to clean up the game at the end. So, I mean, it all worked out, right? <laughs> Yeah, it did. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Sports. Yeah. Sports. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Is it my turn? It is my turn. All right. Hold on. I got to yes. say Moon Knight. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Nice. Uh, let's see. You know what? I'm going to tie mine into yours, Larry. Uh, I was going to go with a different one right now, but I'm going to tie mine into yours. I'm going to I'm going to say that the announcement that they did, I want to say this was back in, when was it? That they, oh, it was uh, back in May is when they made the announcement that uh, Fennec Shand and Boba Fett were going to be coming to Galaxy's Edge. When they made that announcement... And they talked about bringing those two characters into that area. They also made the announcement that later on at some point, we were going to be getting Din Djarin and Grogu, you know, the Mandalorian and, and Grogu just kind of walking around Galaxy's Edge as well. And for me, I feel like that symbolized a point where Disney didn't directly say, okay, we screwed up by by tying the timeline to this new thing that nobody really kind of cared about. Like everybody, like we talked about this, right? Everybody calls it Star Wars land. They never call it really Galaxy's Edge or Batuu. It's always like, I'm going to Star Wars land. And if that's what it was, like this timeless Star Wars area where you can meet Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, Luke, Leia, like anybody, right, from the Star Wars universe, I think people would have been so much more happier from the beginning. Jar Jar I understand Binks, why Babu they... Frick. Yeah, yeah, Jar Jar yeah. Binks. How do we cut off uh, Andrew's microphone? For uh, who else could be? Uh, Waddle. <laughs> uh, we could be uh, Boss Nass. Uh, all of them. All of them. I, I, you know what? But I would love to meet Boss Nass. I tell you what. I, that's the guy that goes, if you yeah. remember who that is. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. Sorry, I'm interrupting making jokes. Uh, yes, anyway. No, I mean, but it's true, right? I think there's always going to be a bunch of fans that want to meet different characters from the franchise. And if... If that was their way of saying, okay, we're conceding to what people want and they're listening to what people want and they're kind of making it more of a timeless area, uh, I think it's a great change. If we continue to see these changes to the area, uh, we see more of these characters that don't necessarily fit within the timeline that they originally set for Galaxy's Edge, uh, I think it's a really good way to get more people to enjoy what's happening you know they have the bounty stuff with the magic band plus that you can do like if you do more of that stuff i so think there's going to be so much more acceptance for galaxy's edge as a whole from the star wars community than just the like the fair weather fans like me or you know people that don't aren't really star wars fans and just kind of like see it as this cool new place to visit at disneyland so uh, yeah, the announcement of those characters, um, 
I think was a, was a really big thing and a, a really big change on Disney's part. Is that that's me again? Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm gonna go with. Dun, 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 dun. Those are some honorable mentions. I'm gonna go with this one. Uh, fairly recent announcement, but the announcement of the Adventureland Treehouse. Uh, mm-hmm. refurbishment from Tarzan's Treehouse into uh, Adventureland Treehouse inspired by Walt Disney Pictures film The Swiss Family Robinsons presented by Honda um, <laughs> is coming <laughs> to Disneyland. Um, the announcement was, uh, you know, it, but the attraction went down without knowing, with you know, without us knowing what was coming so when we finally got the news of this Adventureland Treehouse it's it's uh, more return to the classics with Family Robinson there may be some SEA uh, tie-ins here uh, very cool to hear I was very excited um, still I am very excited and um, it really does open up that part of Adventureland to taking away that that little secondary staircase with the bridge thing. It really does help that flow and everything there too. So um, I'm excited to see the finished product and uh, yeah, it's, it's a very cool uh, late in the year announcement, but uh, can't wait to see it next year. Right. The one thing I'm not going on a tangent. I'm just excited for the fact that we may get merch then. Hopefully this is the attraction that pushes it. It's true. Mm -hmm. Tree merch? I want to give you, yes, yes, tree merch. I want to buy a tree. I want exactly. to bonsai tree. <laughs> that, Who you know what? That was the other thing. A bonsai tree with, with the little house in it. In it. Yeah. It'd be, be like cool. $300 or whatever. But you know what? That's not a bad idea. Hey, Disney, call me. I'll let you know. We'll figure this out. <laughs> right. Also, I'm watching the matter cam, and I think the fireworks are canceled. Because fireworks, uh, are yes, because I don't hear them either. <laughs> definitely, you could shoot fireworks off in the rain. It just must be too windy. Uh, yeah. I don't Probably. know. Probably <laughs> they don't ever do it in the rain. Well, as far yeah. as I, I've seen it. fireworks in the rain. But anyway, <laughs> from Disney, I think so. I don't know. Hmm. I don't think I've seen them in the rain there. I don't think I've seen there. them in the rain. Fog, either. but not. Well, you know what? I'm gonna look it up. I, it might, I'm not saying just I haven't seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it before either. I'm with you know what I was gonna say one. about <laughs> you know what I was gonna say about Andrew's comment is that then the, you're gonna officially have more Swiss Family Robinson tree merch than Indiana Jones. Oh jeez, <laughs> that oh. would be I would be so back sad. on the box. I mean, I will oh, buy I will buy the started, Swiss Larry? Family Robinson tree merch for sure. Dude, you just pushed um, up the box and gave him a boost right there. Yeah. Like, so yep. merchandise. Pulled up a new artifact. <laughs> just just That's just funny. let me be in charge of the merchandise. They will. You'll sell it all. You'll make a ton of money. Just, <laughs> just let me do it, please. Just, just come on, man, or yeah. person, whoever, whoever's in charge. I don't care. Just let me do it. I'll do it from home. I don't need an office or anything. Work from home, always. A great Work thing. from home. I'll do when it. You I'll... can do it. Exactly. Yeah. They say, "What should we make merch of?" And I'll say, "Indiana Jones." Oh, and then Mindiana Jones? Yes, Mind. <laughs> I got so excited. I said Mindiana Jones. Is that the Jones. new character? Ooh, is that a spoiler? Jones? Yeah, is mi- that a mi- spoiler? That, that's from Indy's episode. daughter, Mindy. Indiana. You didn't know. Mindiana. No, that's the- Come on. You, uh, this is actually Mutt's daughter. 
Uh, oh, there we oh, go. Yeah, Mutt's daughter. Yeah. You know, it's oh. been quite a while. It's been another 14 years. So Mutt okay. had a daughter. She's, you know, you know, Mindiana. 12 or 13 yes. years old. Mindiana Jones. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, young Mindiana Jones coming to Disney Plus. Spoilerific episode. <laughs> young Mindiana Jones Adventures. <laughs> yeah. Continue sponsored by Honda. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mel. <laughs> let's let's move on to the next one. All right. Um, my top spot is actually not an announcement, but I want to give DCA so much love, and I have spent the past like visits more in DCA than at Disneyland, and I love Disneyland, but DCA has come to life when it's just. Daytime, nighttime, and during October. Like, we saw um, Oogie Boogie Bash bring out more characters, more villains. Thank you for Madame Mim and Ernesto de la Cruz. That was awesome. The fact that we just see more, more characters in Avengers Campus. Having to see, I mean, I'm like, wait a minute. How many did I not see? Maybe a handful? I got to see so many in the less amount of times that I've gone this year. And that's that's saying a lot. Like usually at Disneyland, you didn't see as many characters to be able to miss maybe what? I think I miss Scarlet Witch, Jack the Werewolf, which that's like one of the highlights is seeing him be there. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got to see Miss Marvel. I got to see Moon Knight. I got to see, of course, Loki. I'll just you name it like it's to me that land alone is just it's grown so much and it's exciting to see this because when it first started it wasn't there wasn't as many people there wasn't there wasn't as many experiences and to see more of that and then to see them tipping into Halloween that's awesome so I'm kind of excited to see what next year brings what the next following year brings and I it's like DCA to me like I I was like you know what looking back they've that little area just grown I mean I yeah. found myself being there for hours just hanging out watching and good food like the elote pretzel <laughs> <laughs> good stuff yeah, Avengers Campus, I think, activity-wise, from a character standpoint, is really only second to Fantasyland at this point. When you think of yeah. the amount of characters and interactions that they have throughout the day, the displays with the characters, the shows that they have, you know, the marches and all that stuff that they do. From, you know, the full-blown meet and greets on the floor level to just, like, playing the music and having them do a couple of... I don't want to call them stunts, but just like quick run throughs or whatever on top of the building, you know, depending yeah. on what characters they bring out throughout the day. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, from an area that, you know, when Bugsland was there, that had uh, a decent amount of people, especially if you had children with you that couldn't get on a lot of the other attractions to what it's become now. You know, all the way through, you know, the the back the back lot area where Mission Breakout is. Y you're right. It DCA as a whole has just 
you know, has come so far, even with uh, with uh, all the Pixar additions that came to Pixar Pier and, you know, the the other characters. And I mean, it's it's coming into its own finally, I think. Mm hmm. Yeah, I can't wait for San Francisco. Is that mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Big yeah. Hero Six. That's gonna be a new exciting addition yeah. there at DCA too. I made the mistake of calling it San Francisco like an episode or two ago. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> does it. Everybody. It's so it's, that's why I said it very gingerly. It's like yeah. Big Hero Six Land. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, Big Hero Mini Six Land. Land. Big Hero Six Land. Baymax ba- Land. Baymax, Baymax Land. Land. I like that Baymax idea. Land. Just that's what it is. Baymax Land. Balalala Land. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Are you? Rate Put that on a shirt. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're welcome, Disney merch. Hey, Andrew, get on it. Get on it. It's a Christmas. <laughs> here we pitch. go. Here we go. I got it right oh. here. It's a Christmas shirt. It's Baymax in Christmas lights, and it says Balalalalalalala. You know, oh, perfect. De- deck the halls. <laughs> deck the He's halls. wrapped up in Christmas lights. Yes, yes, deck the halls with something clever. You know, Baymax related. Ba la 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 la. There we go. If that shirt doesn't exist already, uh, some Disney call me. I got. I you know, we got we got this. It's easy peasy. Like we can do this all day. Like Cap says, I can do yeah. this all day. <laughs> do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before we continue with Larry's next pick, uh, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcasters is brought to you by a fantastic group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it is their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcasters possible. If you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to go to podcasters.com slash FGP for more information. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors, a link to our Patreon, a little bit of information about what the FGP Squad is all about. Uh, but if you have any questions, we invite you to check us out over on Discord. You can go to podcasters.com links and find the link to join the community there. We'll be happy to answer any questions you might have about becoming part of the FGP Squad family. But being a part of it gets you some additional perks like access to our happy hour calls, access to additional content over on Patreon, a special section of Discord, random giveaways and gifts that I like to send out throughout the year and more. So again, if you have any questions, you can reach out on any social network, but we'd love for you to join us over on Discord. And of course, to all of the members of the FGP Squad family, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. All right, Larry, let's uh, let's go on to your next pick here. So I'm going to tie it into what you were uh, ending on the last point, kind of like a full circle. Uh, we talked a lot about this, and we've been talking about it, and it's infamous, the Magic Band Plus coming to Disneyland, which is old technology for Disney World. And I think it's full circled now. We've kind of got an idea of what it could be and what it is and hopefully what it turns into. And, yes, I did lose one. It's been documented <laughs> clearly on here <laughs> and then on on my live stream, too. So, like, it, it is – that's – and you know what? I've talked to other people that have had them, and they said, like, they are – some of them are hard to break in. So uh, just a hack, some people have told me, is just keep them – well, Hazen mentioned on here. Make sure it's clasped good, and then you can always buy a tight watch clasp, like, that they have for watches that can go on there to hold it on there. And just always leave it clasp, even if you're not wearing it. Just leave it clasp because that'll help it break in in a circle. Hopefully, that'll make it a lot more better when you wear it. So that's that's my best advice on that. But for the news wise, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hazen's showing his Iron Man set one that he has that he got from his 
believe his wife as a gift. That's exactly yeah. what I do. After you mentioned it, yeah, I leave it clasped together like this to help break it in so that it stays together a little bit better. And I leave it on, on the hole that I would use when it's actually around my wrist. Exactly. That's exactly, yeah. that's the best advice I could give anybody. And hopefully that kind of changes. They just make better band quality in the future, but we don't have to get into that. I think the the main thing here was it was a lot we didn't know, and now we kind of have an, have an idea, and you, you could put it in the place of it's definitely one of those things where it's not necessarily a necessity for any family or anyone, but some of the things you unlock by getting it, the bounty hunting experience, now I've done it at Galaxy's Edge. It's very fun. I've seen, I've done it with friends. I've done it with family now um, and see the kids play with it. Uh, it. It's really cool. I would say that's a better experience at night, but you could do it at day two and that you don't need your phone, which is a really cool thing. We're not needing your phone. And then leading into that, obviously you don't need your phone to get into the parks. You just needed to have it synced up to it at one point to get it all set up. But after that, um, you're good to go to enter if you want to hop between parks and use that as your mission. And then there's sneaky little uh, effects they use to the park you just don't know about. For example, I just found out uh, recently walking through Main Street right when they did the flag retreat. There's a lighting effect on your Magic Band Plus that goes with it. That's a patriotic oh, style nice. effect. So if you stand in that area, I'd say you could get probably even as far as the Emporium area. And your magic band will go off on certain segments of the flag retreat ceremony, which is something that's not even mentioned. And another one is getting off of the Haunted Mansion. Uh, leaving the Haunted Mansion, I don't want to ruin it. It's nothing, I, I guess I'll say. Getting off the Haunted Mansion always gives me this cool effect because once I get off, it pulsates in red into the heartbeat of yeah. oh, you know, cool. when you're leaving. So that's... <laughs> That's like another thing. It just pops up and it kind of it's like a little magic added to your day where you're like, oh, I forgot all about it. It's, it's on my wrist, but it kind of reminds you like, oh, there's a little magic here. And depending on what which one you have, you know, if you got the Mickey shaped one or if you've got the Haunted Mansion or the Iron Man one, it's going to light up with that design. So I think there's a lot of room for improvement. We're hoping like what Andrew's talked about, link it to, you know, more photo pass opportunities, mm -hmm. hopefully with the right attractions, link it to payment. That would be awesome. And then, I mean, Hazen's went way out there and above maybe adding a beacon mode, uh, which would be really amazing. Uh, but, I mean, it's not like it's not possible, and we'll see what Disney does with it. That's kind of exciting. At least it's initially doing what it was promised to do. I, I'm definitely waiting for the uh, the payment and or at least the photo pass linking but link photo pass and payment would for you know merchandise and food and stuff would be my two that if that they announced those i you know today i'd buy a magic band my next trip uh at this point unless they have one that i'm really like jonesing for like oh i really need that if they come out with an indie one that's an attraction or you know even if it's any indie one i'll probably buy it or roger rabbit or something um but uh yeah it's still i like the idea of a magic band but i'm still in the holding pattern until it's expanded i'm sure the that the uh, indie magic band will come out after the swiss family robinson magic band comes out yes available <laughs> probably. when the treehouse opens uh -oh, exactly it'll be <laughs> it'll be right you know they'll have a whole slew of merchandise when the tree opens up yeah 
I'm glad Larry gave that <laughs> tip too about the little clasp because the tip I was going to give was just grab a bunch of duct tape and just duct tape it to your hand so that it never <laughs> falls off. So I think Larry's works a lot better than my suggestion. You know, it yeah. works. <laughs> and yeah, or do the thing. Take it. Take the little screws out and take the little puck out and I We've don't know, heard about this. Stick it somewhere else. Stick it in a necklace or whatever. Get get creative. You know, you might start something. You never know. Are you all saying I should buy a 3D printer? Oh. You know what? <laughs> is that, that what that, this is all coming sale. back to, that I should buy a 3D printer? Yeah. 2022, we, and it continues. We're all right. on your side, Hazen. We're all, all right. on your side I guess I'm getting a 3D, 3D printer. printer now. I'll talk to all my right. wife. I'll say, well, the gang said I should get one. I mean. We need to figure out this Magic Band Plus thing before yeah. anyone else does. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The Ernesto de la Cruz one I'm going to cross off because that was one of Mel's. That's an awesome one to bring up. I'm going to... Oh, I, I'm going to go with this one next. You guys know that I am a Doctor Who fan. Years ago, I had gone to the park with a little vinyl of the 11th Doctor and the 10th Doctor, and I walked around posting pictures of the Doctor at Disneyland and at different attractions, different locations in the park, you know, there's always like Bats Day and like all these theme days at the park. Uh, somebody came up with a, like a Doctor Who day at the park, like a Whovian day. And so I took advantage and saw a bunch of people dressed up as different doctors. And I walked around with the little vinyl. So uh, I have I haven't watched it as much as I would have wanted to in the last several years, because one, I didn't have the means of watching it because I didn't have anything that had BBC America. And two, um the story got super weird, man. Like they made all sorts of changes to the storyline and the canon of the doctor. And uh, it was confusing to keep up with. And so I felt like I always wanted to watch it all the way through, starting with, you know, the, the 12th doctor and on again, but I never had the means. And the announcement that doctor who is coming to Disney plus in 2023 was absolutely a game changer for me because now I feel like I'm going to be able to enjoy some of the new stuff. I don't know how much of the old stuff is going to be on there yet, but I'm hoping that at one point they have it. I'm not too worried about it right now because a lot of it is on HBO Max, so I can watch it there in the meantime. But I, you know, I like to live in one service as much as possible whenever I can. So if I can switch between Doctor Who and Boy Meets World and you know, whatever else we're going to watch at the time. I mean, it just, it's helpful, right? So, uh, yeah, the the announcement that Doctor Who is coming to Disney Plus in 2023 is my next choice. I, I have to tell you, I was biting my tongue trying to not make a Doctor Who <laughs> who joke. <laughs> I, I, I'm really trying to, to, to hold them back, but that was just just to let you know how hard I was concentrating on not interjecting with the Doctor Who <laughs> joke. Um, yeah. So you should be proud of me. Somehow, I am proud of you, but <laughs> I, I was also expecting it, and so I feel like I had already prepared uh, a retort for it. So it's okay. <laughs> we'll save it for the next time, because when it finally next releases, time. we'll bring it up again. And then we yes. can go for it. <laughs> It'll just be like a, just a, the whole episode is going to be do- who? Doctor Who? Yeah. Third base. Anyway. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, I've never watched any of the Doctor Who series. Um, so I 
I we didn't talk about this much when it was announced. I I had a lot of friends uh, when I was in high school who were was very like who were very into Doctor Who, and I always dismissed it. And I was like, "That's a load of baloney. That's just <laughs> some weird funky British thing. There is no good British TV." Blah blah blah. Me being high and mighty, think I know everything. So, um, well, I. I might give it a shot once it's on Disney Plus. It's not something that like super interests me at the moment, but uh, maybe you know I'll get some suggestions on on where to start and uh, where I won't get confused. Uh, and maybe doctor. give it a give it a shot uh, with uh, you know I have the Who what doctor a, number what yeah. <laughs> Larry's trying to do it. Larry's trying to do it. <laughs> I'll stick with my Dr. Pepper for now. And mm. uh, maybe in the future, after I've watched my backlog of everything I have to watch, maybe I'll get into Dr. Who. But as of now, it's on the, the very low end of the list for me anyway. If but your backlog that, yeah. is anything like mine, you're never going to get to it. <laughs> yeah, it'll, I'll be 78 years old and be like, I should check out this Doctor Who everyone's been talking about for 50 years. Who are you years. talking about? <laughs> Bring me the hologram sunglasses so I can watch it on Disney Hollow Plus. We're on the 24th Doctor or whatever. By the time, I don't know. The one, 100 Doctor Years of Wonder? Exactly. <laughs> doctor Years of Wonder. That's right. So, all right. Yeah, that's... Let's see. Uh, Andrew, back to you. That was, uh, well, we did the, th was that three already? Are we keeping going? I just want to make sure we're, uh, oh, yeah. What, I think we all what did we're three, doing. right? Yeah. We did. Um, yeah. Does anybody have one more? We can go one more How round, about, I think. I, I can do honorable mentions. I don't have anything like super excited if you want to just do like some like quickies. Well, let's see. Larry and Melissa, what do you have? Do you have any more that you can honorable mention or do you all want to go one more round? I have I, one. I got I one. I don't. And you guys already covered it. It was Dreamlight Valley. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's a good one. We're good. I'm good. So, we can just do honorable mentions then just like if anybody has them kind of thing. All right, yeah, I got uh, a few yeah. honorable mentions. Yeah, so um, let me pull up my my tablet so I can see. Um, my honorable mentions are the Ant Man uh, with the mini Bugs Land model holding Aww. the mini Bugs Land. Mm -hmm. That was fun to one. see. Um, that's on my honorable mentions. Also, the um, mini Clarabelle and Daisy as the Sanderson sisters. During well, on the cruise and also uh, during Halloween, um, and the it's not really a announcement per se, but uh, when that talented fella made the video of uh, Spider-Man crashing into the building, and oh, then that's right, and then Spider-Man actually <laughs> then crashed into the building. Yeah. Uh, so the, those are my honorable mentions for the year. Um, I thought those were some. Fun little uh, tidbits of, of fun stuff that happened throughout the year. Oh, uh, also the the announcement. I know we'll talk about it when it comes out, but the announcement of the um, the Doctor Teeth uh, series on Disney Plus with the Muppets. Mm -hmm. um, that uh, announcement also was exciting. My honorable mentions in no uh, priority or no particular order. Uh, I'm excited to see. I've been writing Splash Mountain a lot more recently. Um, I I still don't get it, <laughs> but I get. I appreciate it as it is, and I'm ready for Tiana Tiana's bio bio 
Bayou Adventure, the Bayou. I'm ready for that details. I know that's really 2024 when we're probably going to see that, but the details were announced this year. A lot more information was given, and it gave me a lot more excitement. And just keeping with that park theme, Project EXO was announced, and we got to finally see Hulk come out. Um, that was a really cool experience to see that come through fruition um that's really exciting to see what they're going to do with that in the future at the park to have characters hopefully they keep going with that we see some we just talked about you know seeing um baymax maybe someday could be in that kind of same technology which would be so awesome and then definitely last but not uh, least uh there's many that have left us this past 2022 but i just want to bring light to betty white's challenge you mentioned this hazen early and uh beginning of this year in memory of her passing on her birthday they did an online campaign where they wanted everyone to donate at least five dollars uh, to any animal organization on january 17th of this year and i hope that's something that continues to go oh, with uh, betty white uh, as this next year we're coming into a new year i hope everyone keeps that date in mind and continues that trend because uh she was an amazing lady and there's a lot of great people this year that you know we lost unfortunately but uh, that's one that kind of stuck in my mind because it came with a great cause behind it that I hope continues on. Yeah, I do hope that they continue that uh, next year. Well said. Uh, let's see. I had a list of here. I'll I'll do these as honorable mentions. I'm actually going to tie one to your treehouse, Andrew, and that is uh, why, the way why that is they it address. No, <laughs> I guess well, I the brought it up. Selection so that you made. Yes, yeah, okay. the treehouse. Yes, tree all the merch that's going to be... I'm kidding. I, <laughs> I, I want to honorable mention how they how they changed up New Orleans Square to deal with some of the congestion in the park that happens, like for Fantasmic and everything, the way that they mm -hmm. redid that entire area without the steps and stuff. I think that was a game changer for New Orleans Square. So I want to do that as an honorable mention. Uh, Stan Lee getting honored at Avengers Campus with his plaque yeah. uh, early on in the year. I, I want to mention... The history-changing grass area when you enter the park where for the first time ever it was not Mickey Mouse's head, but it was Minnie's head in honor of Women's, yeah. uh, Women's History Month. Um, and then the other one I want to bring up is you guys know I love, you know, regardless of how it turns out in the end or, you know, how it's received by a lot of people. Uh, I love to champion a lot of stuff that Imagineering does because I'm just such a huge fan of Imagineering and the stuff that they do. Uh, is everything 100% a hit? Not always, but I love what they do. And back in September, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, and Rise of the Resistance both got Golden Ticket Awards for Best uh, New Attraction Installation. You know, with what we're seeing at like Universal and these other parks and stuff, it's going to be more challenging for Imagineering to bring us stuff that's, you know, interesting, entertaining and, you know, want like keeps us wanting to ride those attractions more and more. Right. And Rise of the Resistance is definitely one of those attractions that just breaks the mold in attraction making in every which way. So uh, congratulations to them. Uh, and then Deadpool 3 coming and bringing Hugh Jackman. That's the only other one. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. The fact that Hugh Jackman's <laughs> nice. going to be appearing as Wolverine in Deadpool 3, I think, was a, a, a huge announcement, especially uh, considering that. That's a huge Ackman. 
Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, we didn't know if we were going to see any of the other X-Men or if we were going to see Hugh Jackman in a role as part of the MCU. But, you know, now that we've seen this announcement, it looks like we're finally going to be able to say goodbye to Wolverine or Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in this version of the MCU, regardless of which multiversal version we see. But at least we'll get a chance to see him as part of the official MCU before he bows out of the character. So that's really exciting. Uh, and I know that we've gone through this entire podcast now. And you're all wondering, wait a second. There was a huge announcement not too long ago. How dare all of you not a talk about one. this? How <laughs> dare you not talk about the fact that there's no longer plastic straws in the park? Oh, my gosh. I love it. <laughs> I love paper straws. They're the best. I love when they get real soft after you, like, drink, Ooh. like, half your drink. And, they start and then they get real soft. And then you get, like, little pulp. It's like additional fiber. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's we don't need extra bags. protein. Helps they you. really the straws. <laughs> Give us the straws keep again. you regular. Right? Um, <laughs> you know, a little bit of fiber in with, with some, you know, Coke or... Or Powerade, whatever you know, you get at your you know favorite soda fountain. It's uh, a great announcement. <laughs> the Beverly, uh, so, yeah. yes, Ooh. Beverly with the paper straw. It's We're just it's digging. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's it. We can uh, that's it. We end can the show. We're year. talking about paper that's show. Right. Nothing else. Paper show. Nothing big paper straws. Happened. That was it. Nobody All right, talked about it. Twenty twenty-two. All right. All right. Until next time. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Hazen, hold on. I see this thing right here. I was just. Happened to go through, uh, you know, just I just searched at Disney news and there's this oh, big okay. thing about something about a guy named uh, Robert Iger. Do you know anything Iger? about the Robert Iger? I don't know. I know some, a, some I know a Robert Twilliger also goes by no. Bob. Um, no, he's voiced by Kelsey Grammer. I know him. Um, no, this is uh, Iger. Maybe th Iger. Sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't Wait, know. It was, must not be I, I remember hearing something tied to another another Robert Chapik, I believe. Maybe. Let's see. Let's dig it. Melissa, do you know anything about this? <laughs> do you want to get us out of this hole we've dug ourselves into? <laughs> you know, it was one of those things where I think it sounded good in our brains. And yeah. then in the end, we were just like... <laughs> Okay, what did we just do? <laughs> you got so anyway, to commit to the bit, though. <laughs> commit to the bit, but bye, Bogger, Bob Biker's back, baby. <laughs> That's yes. Bobby boy, Bobby honey, Bobby baby, Bobby booby. If you know company, that's he's back. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously that it was the uh, Disney news heard around the world when Bob Iger was announced as the incoming CEO and Bob Chapek had been ousted as CEO of the Disney and company. from bathrooms galore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess specific. nobody in the parks <laughs> actually went through the process of singing ding dong, which is dead. I don't think we ever found a Disney equivalent of it, but you know, we've shared some thoughts on how we felt about it before. Uh, we've shared some thoughts about how it, just seems like from the very beginning, Bob Chapek was kind of dealt a bad hand to begin with. And, you know, here we are. But, uh, you know, Bob Iger is very loved by a lot of people in the Disney community. And obviously he's loved by the board because they brought him back to try to wrap things up a little bit nicer than he did when he first left and assigned Bob Chapek as his successor. 
He's got a couple years to try to correct the Disney company. And by a couple years, we know how things go for Bob Iger. So he's got about five or seven. And in that time frame, we'll see what changes he brings to the parks. We'll see what changes he makes to the streaming services. Uh, I believe there's already talks into possibly selling off ESPN or, you know, spinning it off into its own thing so that they can concentrate just on Hulu and Disney Plus by themselves. Who knows? We're going to obviously get more information in 2023. We're excited to see it. I've talked about how I'm a huge fan of Bob Iger. I haven't agreed with everything that he's done. I do think that he's done some things that I don't want to necessarily say hurt the company, but, you know, they've kind of hurt the company. But as a CEO, you make decisions that are best for the company and the wallet of the investors and the board and everybody. So it's a it's a huge task. You know, you're not going to be able to keep everybody happy. So I understand. But, uh, yeah, Bob Iger, CEO of the company. So that's probably the, the biggest thing. The king has returned. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the op- kind of the opposite of Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead, but it kind of works in the same stead. Like, you know, instead of talking about going out, Jay Peck, it's, you know, anyway, Lion King, look it up. That's a movie. 1994, it came out. <laughs> All right. Good job. I think that's going to wrap up 2022 for us. Uh, if there's anything that you think we should have mentioned, uh, join us over on Discord. We'd love to hear what some of the most impactful stories and things that happened this year were for you. Uh, join the conversation again by heading over to podcasters.com slash links. There you will find a link to join our Discord community. Um, again, FGP Squad, you'll find a link for it there as well. You can always connect with us over on Facebook, Instagram, Anything else before we wrap up 2022? Uh, there'll be a Quizneyland this week, in theory. <laughs> I have not, you know, I had a holiday and all this stuff, and in theory, I had time to record stuff, but it didn't happen. So uh, there will be an episode. I don't know what's going to be on this episode, but there will be an episode this week. Uh, so you'll just be as surprised as I am when I come up with uh, what these topics are going to be. <laughs> but it'll show up in your feeds at its regular scheduled time. Uh, so it'll be there. Quizneyland. Listen to it. It's fun. Same Moon Knight time, same Moon Knight channel. Moon Knight. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. That's it. Until next year, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Happy New Year's, all. Part of the Podcateers Network.